0: going on there, Youth Pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? What's going on in your world? How's the weather? I am ready for it to start to kind of dip a little bit, let there be a little cool breeze in the air. And above all things, I cannot wait until I have to stop mowing the lawn. I hate mowing the lawn, I hate yard work pretty much in general across the board. If I could just concrete everything, I'd be thrilled to do that. It's just, it's just, I don't have any interest in that. I know there are some of you out there that love your lawns and you love gardening and you love getting in the dirt and all that. I'm like, Nope, not for me. I'm just, I'm just trying to stay. I'm trying to stay out of the dirt. So if you love it, Hey, you do you, but for me, you can, you can have all my plants. You can have all my little trees that I have to, you know, trim and all that, just come on over, grab all the things and and put them in your yard. All right. Going to jump into the motion metrics today. And the motion metrics today is where I share who is listening and from where. Give you top cities and top countries. So top cities this week that are listening to the podcast are the villages. I have no idea where that is, but the question is, if you live there are you considered the village people? <laughs> is the is the city's song YMCA? Please tell me it is, because that is I'd move there. It'd be it'd be great. Um, top another top city Riga, and Memphis. Pretty sure I know where Memphis is, and the top countries the USA, Latvia, and the UK. Latvia, that's where Riga is. Latvia, welcome. I think this might be the first time I've seen Latvia show up on the screen and so welcome to the show and welcome to all of you that are brand new here this is a worldwide podcast Uh, we have many 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 countries that are listening all across the world and so we are thrilled that no matter where you are thank you for doing youth ministry right where you are. Thank you for reaching the students of your country and just loving students and sharing Jesus with them and discipling them and trying to put together youth programs for them. I know it's different all over the world. It's different in different parts of the country here in the United States. And so I know that no matter where you are, you are doing the work. You're listening to this podcast because you want to get better. You want to get more information. You want to get motivated. You want to see your youth ministry thrive. And I am here for you. If you are looking to engage with your students during the October season, I believe I have a resource for you that may help you do that. And it comes in two parts. There is the 50 Halloween Would You Rathers, and these are both just a list of 50, plus uh, I give you six ways to use them within your group, and you receive a... Uh, Presentation that has like ten in there, you can add as many as you want. So if you want to do that as part of your youth meeting, you can. You can use them as part of small groups, just to kind of throw a few out there, just to kind of you know get a a connection with your kids and get you know give them something fun to engage with. But they also come with uh, TikTok graphics and IG graphics. And so if you want to not only engage. Within your youth group, or you want to be able to engage with your community, or uh, just online, then you can just post these and say, "Hey, give me your give me your answer right here," or make it a poll or something like that, and and that way you can have uh, students engaging with you and others. You know, from your community, you may see them and say, "Hey, that's a fun little thing to do for uh, 31 days." Now, I give you 50 of them. Uh, 31 of them are you know, the graphics and so forth. So, but you can always make more if you want to do that. But 31 days is 31 days in October. And there you can do that. In addition to that, by the way, I'm giving you 50, which is scarier and the 50, which is scarier things like, uh, would you rather spend three days in a whale or would you rather spend 40 days on Noah's Ark? Which of those is scarier? So it's kind of questions like that. And once again, you're going to get uh, the graphics, both for IG and for TikTok, as well as a presentation for your youth group. So if this is of interest to you, I'm going to put it down in the show notes. Super inexpensive. I think it's a buck ninety-nine. You can get both of those. Uh, it's a great way to engage and just have some fun with your youth. Today's episode is about your feelings and my feelings and why our feelings sometimes get in the way of when we're talking with our young people, because we feel this pressure buildup that, and I have felt it, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I have a feeling that some of you that are, you know, communicate with your students, but also feeling that pressure from your pastor or your parents, that when you get in front of your students, you know, you've spent all week kind of just thinking about this thing and just mulling it over in your mind and dealing with all these things. And, you know, sometimes those feelings, don't come out positively. Sometimes it's really hard to mask those feelings when you're talking to students, because sometimes we think that students are the problem. Uh, we And so we, we take out whatever our emotions are on them because, you know, they are uh, part of the issue. But today I want to talk to you about, you know, how honest should you be with your youth group? And what are some ways you can share your feelings without being toxic, without being... Sarcastic And some of those things, I want to be able to share my heart with that. And I answered this question as a part of Office Hours, and that is what today's episode is brought to you by. Office Hours is my live stream that I do on Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time over on my YouTube channel, and I'll put a link down in the show notes there so you can go visit over there. So if you'd like to be a part of the live streams, you can go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, and that way click the bell notification, and you'll be notified when I go live so that you can be part of the discussion. And if you would like to submit a question, well, you're always welcome to send me your question to gmail.com. Send your question in and my hope is that I will be able to answer it for you there on the live show on Wednesdays. So this clip I'm about to play for you is from uh, one of my live streams where the question was asked, you know, how do you, how honest should you be with your youth group about your feelings, about the ministry or pressures that are going on in your own life and other things. And I try to give you some feedback on that as to maybe what are best practices and some things maybe you can do. To kind of alleviate that pressure, so it doesn't come out to your students in ways that are going to hurt your youth ministry. So, how honest should you be about your feelings with your youth group? Question number two is how should how how should you be with your feelings and struggles with your youth? And I probably should have rephrased it. So, how honest should you be? How honest should you be with your feelings and struggles with your youth? It's a good question because there's a lot of times with students that, uh, and, and this is one, I'm guilty of this, where you allow your frustrations, your ministry frustrations, your feelings and frustrations about how youth are going, uh, that it bleeds over into your preaching, your teaching, your interactions. It comes out in sarcasm. It's, it's never good it's never good. Don't, don't do it. You, I know you want to say it. I know you want to take your frustration out on the students, but don't do that. That's not a good idea. So I'm going to say if you're going to share feelings, right? The apostle Paul shared his feelings in, in very strong ways within the letters that he wrote. And these letters were read publicly. The epistles were read publicly to the conversation. So he Was He would talk about the tears he cried. He would talk about how earnest he was in prayer. He would talk about these things. And for us, it's once again, he is doing it, he's writing them from jail, first of all, okay? He's writing these letters uh, from jail. And so his perspective is a little different than ours. Ours is our ego. The problem is that our ego is hurt because kids won't bring their friends. I'm under pressure from my pastor. And I have to grow this youth group, and I have to do these things, and so we're frustrated with parents, with students, with our pastor, and it—that is the—that is not—that cannot be the um, the driver of the emotions. In other words, if you're feeling, excuse me, if you're feeling all that pressure, probably best not to say anything because it's not going to be fruitful. Right, it's not going to be fruitful. So, how would you then share your feelings? And I have felt this. Let me tell you something. God has checked me before, and He's he, and there's something that I've been wanting to say. Sometimes with my youth group, and God would say, "Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Don't do that. That's that's not that's not fair to them. Don't because a lot of the, they don't have control over some things, Paul. And that's not fair to put that on them. It's not fair to make them guilt make them guilty of these things. It's not fair. So. Uh, the Lord's checkman, you have to, you have to, you have to be wise in doing that. Now, can you share your feelings with your students? You can, but I would do it from a. You have to do it from a pure place. You have to do it from a, and I, and you have to be able to do it from a place of, like example. If you said, um, if you talked about your role and your responsibility to your students, right? Guys, my responsibility as a youth pastor, my, my sole purpose is not to entertain you. It's not to uh, be your friend all the time. And for your students to understand your role as a pastor, as a shepherd, as one who leads and guides, I think if you're coming the way the apostle Paul did, right? He was passion about them, loving one another, caring for one another, serving one another, right? A lot of one another's throughout his letters. And so if you're going to share your feelings, your frustration, if you will, you have to come from a place that doesn't involve guilt, that doesn't involve your own frustrations. It has to come from an absolute love and care for the body of Christ of what you're, you're trying to do as a group, as a leader. And I don't think you need to talk very long about it. I think that you can do it. It can be weaved in to your teaching or your message and not to make it a focal point and not guys, hey guys, I just want to share my feelings with you and then go on a rant. That's oftentimes what it comes across as, as one who has done it. So how do you then do it? Well, I think that's something you have to pray about. I'm, I can only offer you some suggestions. I can only offer you some ideas on that, but I, I know what not to do. I know that you don't need to jump on your students. I think there's better ways to do it and keeping your youth ministry together versus creating guilt or shame or any of those things. Because if it's coming out of like, hey guys, you need to make me look good So you need to go invite friends. That's the wrong motivation. The motivation is you're trying to help them mature into people who love Jesus, right? And if you love Jesus, you love your neighbor. And if you love your neighbor, then why not invite them to a community that we have here called youth where they could find out how to grow. And I think that's the best place to come from is that you're saying, look, this is a I'm trying to help you mature in your faith. And part of maturity is growing together. Part of maturity is sharing your faith. And part of Christian maturity and following Jesus is getting to a place where you don't care about other people's opinions. You you simply say, hey, I, I want to invite you to church. And if you think I'm an idiot for doing that, then so be it, right? But that's about maturity. You're helping mature kids, not wrangle them. Not They're not there to, um, you know, uh, complete your master plan of having the largest youth ministry in town. They're there because they want to be loved and they want to be cared for, and they don't want to be a a tool in the ministry box for growing the largest ministry in town. Growth should be natural. Growth should be an outpouring of their relationship with God, which is what you do have input into. If you tell them, this is my input, I'm here to help you grow in your relationship with God. And an overflow of that is that you love your neighbor enough to say, hey, why don't you come to youth? Why don't you come to church? Better still, why don't you come to Jesus, right? Have students sharing the gospel outside of group, right? Because that's that shows maturity, Christian maturity, that you can share your faith because it's a deep conviction because you love your neighbor, right? So I hope that helps. I hope that, uh, once again, about the other stuff, like sharing your feelings on other things, don't tell them that you're depressed. Don't tell them Don't tell them all the negative things. They have enough on their mind. They have enough on their mind. They don't need your problems or my problems on their head. They don't need to worry about your issues. That's what prayer is for. That's what therapy is for. That is what counseling is for. That is what your pastor is for. Go tell those things to those people. Give your kids what you can give them out of the purest of part of place of your heart if you're broken hearted that they don't understand then then look I say I pray for you guys I weep for you guys because I love you and because I want you to mature in your faith don't come from a place of of those other things I said because it it just won't uh it won't resonate and it's not going to make you feel any better And there you go. That is the clip from my live stream on Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time called Office Hours, and I hope that it was of great value to you. I hope that it spoke to a need in your life. I hope that you're not under this great pressure. I hope that you don't have any issues with that, but maybe you do. And if you do, I hope that this helps you frame maybe how your emotions play a part in your talking with your students and how to come to your students in a passionate way, but not necessarily in a frustrating way or a way that overshares and and puts them the target of your emotions. And that is it for this episode of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you're brand new here to the show, thank you for being here. Appreciate you being a part. If you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your time and attention. If you have not left a review yet, wherever you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and leave five stars and some kind words, and I'll be happy to read them right here on the air. And listen, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me tell you, you're doing a good job, and you're only going to get better. And I'll see you all